This podcast is brought to you by Robert Levine, the author of a newly updated paperback edition entitled Stranger in the Mirror, The Scientific Search for the Self. Please listen to podcast number 673, where Robert and Greg discuss his new book, Stranger in the Mirror. The book takes on the deeper questions of who we really are, from the perspective of biology, neuroscience, virtual reality, psychology, and many other fields. It does a great job of challenging our assumptions and leaves the reader with questions to ponder and new horizons to explore regarding this thing we call the self. I encourage you to listen to podcast number 673 with Robert Levine about his new book, Stranger in the Mirror. For more information, please visit www.boblevine.net to read his blog and to avail yourself of resources such as videos and articles by Robert. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Inside Personal Growth. This is Greg Voison, the host of Inside Personal Growth. And today joining me from Austria, Vienna, Austria, is Vanessa Ulrich. And Vanessa is the marketing director for Timeular. And how I found out about Timeular was from Charles Beard. Charles is a productivity expert and he works with Evernote, and he informed me about this and made an introduction to Vanessa, and here we are today. She's joining us from Vienna. Uh, good day to you, Vanessa. Uh, yeah, great. Thank you for having me. Well, I appreciate having you. I think that the world needs to know more about your product, which is why I offered to have you on the show. And I think that it's an, a very interesting product. And I know there's going to be a lot of listeners that don't know anything about Timeular. So this is our opportunity uh, to talk with them about Timeular, the philosophy behind it, <clears throat> how it works, and how it can better serve them in their lives. Um, but before I begin this, I'm going to give them a brief background about you, Vanessa, because everybody likes to know who we're talking to. So Vanessa is the chief marketing officer at Timeular. It's a startup that developed the world's first tangible time tracking solution called Zai. And in German, I guess that means time, right? Um, and in her role, she is responsible for marketing Zai as well as promoting the company's vision to help people become more productive by providing them with accurate and actionable insights into how they spend their time. Uh, before joining Timeular, Vanessa lived in London, where she was heading the expansion of a successful B2C app in the German-speaking markets. She is also the alumni of the New Entrepreneurs Foundation, the UK's leading program for aspiring entrepreneurs. She holds a double master's degree in international management and entrepreneurship and innovation and ESADE Business School, and one of Europe's leading business schools. Well, Vanessa, a pleasure having you on, and thank you. You're certainly the person that we want to talk to about this product. And I, I know there are founders of this company because I've actually seen some information about them. And so let's start there, because I think frequently when entrepreneurs think up of new ideas, um, a lot of the world doesn't know 
oftentimes why? What is the impetus behind it? And so I always like to get to that is what do you think drove them to develop this application and this cube that helps people keep track of their time? Um, yeah, I think you're totally right. I think it's always really interesting understanding why they they would kind of set up with this idea in the first place. Um, so in our case, uh, our founders, they're actually engineers and designers themselves. So for some time, they, they used to work as freelancers. So they actually had to track their time to be able to then build it to, to clients. And um, basically through doing that, they discovered that like two things, I would say, like on the one hand, they realized like the value of tracking one's time. So particularly, you know, understanding how you spend your time, how you can really work productively. So it will basically give them the data to really know how much time they spend on certain tasks and activities. And they, they often had, you know, kind of aha moments where they would realize, wait, I've actually been spending way too much time on this certain task, which isn't really value adding, for example. And they also realized that the subjective feeling of time is often quite different to, you know, having actual data. So that's kind of the one aspect. But on the other hand, and probably more importantly, they, they realized how difficult time tracking can be. So they've probably tried pretty much every, you know, decent solution out there on the market. And trust me, there are several dozens, like really good solutions, actually. Um, but, but they found that none of them was, you know, really suited for them. Like none of them really sort of fulfilled their needs. So most of these solutions required lots of interactions with software and they were quite you know, interruptive in their workflow. So basically the only alternative would have been to not track their time in real time and rather just estimate their time um, at the end of the day or the week, which obviously gives you very inaccurate data. So that kind of was, you know, the say the, the, the impetus to really think, okay, there must be another way to do this. And um, they realized quite quickly that it would have to be a physical device because all the software solutions would require so much interactions and, you know, were quite interruptive. So, yeah, they basically set out to build a solution that was, you know, easy to use, intuitive to use, wouldn't interrupt the workflow and still give them like really accurate data. And yeah, that's how they came up with Zai. Yeah, and it it is definitely Vanessa an interesting uh, product. I mean, actually, the way that it's designed, it's an eight sided octacular uh, 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 cube. I'm gonna call it mm. the cube. Isn't even the right word for it. But it's an octagon. Um, so, and you actually put the tasks that you're doing on each side, and then it measures it because there's an accelerometer inside. Now, what is what is important to me and I think to the listeners is, okay, let's play the contrarian here. Um, you know, I have a watch, I've got a cell phone, um, I've got a clock on my computer, um, I've got all kinds of different ways that I can measure time. We've, as a, as a historian and people in society, we have clocks everywhere, we have watches, we have all kinds of things, we have smart watches. We've got all these things that are measuring and tracking and keeping track of things. Philosophically, um, if you were to answer this question for me, why this product and why do you believe that it's better than some of the other things, the, the multiplicity of things that people probably have to track their time? 
Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's basically the, the design in itself. So we've really done lots of testing and trials and, you know, also di directly with our customers to, to find even just the perfect shape. So, you know, these like eight sides, making it just, you know, very intuitive and easy to use. There is no display. There is no, you know, unnecessary extra interaction. It's really it's as simple and easy to use as, as it could be, basically. And on the other hand, you know, like, as you said, I mean, on the software side, there's so much happening, like there's more and more, you know, like purely digital solutions out there. But we see there, there's a clear trend towards kind of, you know, moving away from this a bit and, and going back to, you know, tangible physical products, because it's just, I guess it's human nature, you know, you like to have something physical, tangible, that's just very easy to use. And it also, you know, reminds you to use it in the first place, because there is a physical thing lying there on your desk. So I think it's lots of factors that play together here, why we managed to, to also make it such a success. Well, so the app itself is dependent on the Xi device. And the Xi is the thing that keeps track of the time. In other words, for my listeners who can't see, it's an octagon made of plastic with an um, accelerometer inside that links to your computer um, using, are you using Bluetooth to link to the computer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're using Bluetooth to link to the computer. So it's keeping track in a little device. As a matter of fact, right now, for my listeners, I'm keeping track of all my podcasts. So I keep track of the amount of time that I spend. And <clears throat> so you can get an idea of what this is. And then it also has a nice chart. So how does this, if you were to ex try to explain to the listeners, how does it interface with the app on the phone, right? or on the computer, because you have a phone app as well as the computer itself. So explain to them how it kind of interfaces. Um, yeah, so as you mentioned, it's connected via Bluetooth. So of course there, there is the Timeler software, which is available both for desktop and for mobile. Um, we do actually mostly recommend using it with the desktop app since since Sai is just most useful if you're sitting at your desk most of your time, because you know it's not so handy to carry around really. Um, and yeah, basically, so how it works is that you, you start by creating your task within the software. So you would first sit down and try to think, okay, what are the activities I really want to track and I really want to better understand how much time I spend on them. You create these activities in the software and then with like a simple, you know, flip of one button, you assign them to the different sides of the device. And through the Bluetooth connection, it always automatically starts tracking whatever side is facing up. So basically the design itself kind of, you know, feeds the information into the software and then in the software you can easily analyze your data. You can filter by activities, by notes that you can add, by timeframes, and even then also export your data. So it's excellent at tracking our time. So if you would, Vanessa, what have been some of the successes with the product? I mean, you have enough people using it now out there. And who are some of the customers, maybe from a standpoint of, of just customers who are inside of businesses that are using this right now, or even some of your individual customers that are current raving fans? And what would you say the biggest successes have been? What are they actually saying? Um, yeah, I mean, interestingly, our, our customer base is quite um, diverse. So we do have lots of freelancers using it. 
where you know we get feedback such as that actually their revenue increased because they were able to you know better better track and and build their clients. Um, we have lots of people using it in even bigger corporations. Uh, we have people using it at Facebook, at Google, at Airbus, like you know at really also well-known top companies. And for them, it's often more around productivity. So they are really motivated by being able to better understand how they spend their time on what what activities. So for them, it's not so much about you know billing or filling in timesheets, but more about personal productivity and personal accountability. So there we we often get feedback such as that they would just you know have to work less basically. So they would be able to finish their workload in less time because they're they're able to really understand which activities um, are kind of their their biggest time sinks where they would maybe sometimes waste time. And based on that, uh, improve and optimize how, how they spend their time moving forward. Now, you have two versions of this, and obviously one of them is a pro version, and it costs a little bit more money to have that. What are the differences between somebody who would be what you would consider a pro user, um, being able to get those reports, export those reports in XLS, um, versus somebody who can't do that because obviously there is reporting function here. And I could see actually for many people where they're trying to analyze that having a printed report and keeping track of that um, would be quite valuable. So explain to our users maybe the differences and maybe the pricing differences as well. Um, yeah, so like you mentioned, we have two different pricing options. One uh, we call the starter uh plan or package, which is really more about people that want to um, use it for personal productivity. So there, they might not care about, you know, really exporting their data and do some sort of analysis on, on the data, you know, once it's outside of the software. They really want to just, you know, track their top eight activities and, and that's sort of their main goal. On the other hand, we have the pro package, um, which maybe just for the pricing, so the, the starter package is $99, just one off, and the software is for free. And the other version is the pro package, which costs $49 for like one off. So for the side device itself and then $9 per month for, for the pro features. And there we really, you know, we're really uh, addressing, say, the professional user as in someone that wants to also export the data, that want to use our integrations. We, we offer integrations with, for example, Toggle, another time tracking solution, with Jira, with calendar apps. And um, basically for them, they, they would want to be able to export the data potentially to then import it into another, you know, internal system they're using. And uh, another another factor maybe is that you with the pro software you're able to create unlimited activities. So if if you often switch between tasks, you can very easily reassign new tasks to the device, which is not possible in the starter software. Also, you can assign subtasks too, right, from the tasks themselves. So under yes, the exactly. same one. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, this is possible with um, both uh, packages. So you can always you can assign basically, yeah, like you said, subtasks. So you can create certain sub projects um, by using like a hashtag or or an at sign, and these also get saved in the software. So you can reuse them very easily for a drop down menu, and that way you can easily track sub projects or clients, for example. So if somebody listening to this podcast, because we can certainly send them to your website, they can see demos, they can watch videos, they can see how it works, um, because this started off as a Kickstarter campaign, correct? That's how you guys got in business? Yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, we, yeah, that, that was one of the first things we've done. Before that, even we had like a private beta where we, we 
collected sort of the first feedback and based on that we we launched a very successful Kickstarter campaign yeah right right so because you have as much experience as anybody with this device and I have a, a small amount of time testing the device mm -hmm. and I'll put in my own comments here in a minute if if somebody out there listening today is listening to us and they can kind of visualize or actually while they're listening to us they've actually gone to the computer and typed in timeiller.com to actually look um, what is it that you would say to them could make them more aware of how they're spending their time, more efficient in the use of their time, and how, how are you advising them? And then the second part of this question is, what do you see on the horizon? What are the developers doing now to make this more easily integrated with the uh, you know, Google calendars and other things that are going on. I know you've got some integrations out there, but, you know, and how would how would they make this more useful with other applications that they're using every day? Um, yeah, I guess so, so to the, the first part of your question, um, I would say like regarding, you know, how they can work more efficiently and become more aware. So I'd say that there are several aspects to it. Um, I mean, firstly, you know, once they, once how they start using their devices by, you know, thinking even of like what activities do I want to track? Where do I think I have my biggest, you know, time sinks or where do I waste my time? Even this sort of exercise is already often for people a first step in sort of their analysis of how they can, how they can work more focused and more productively. So, and then basically in the second step, of course, you start actually tracking your time for these tasks and you start gaining insights and awareness for how much time you're really spending on these tasks and how you can optimize moving forward. And, and I think another important aspect, also for me personally, actually, um, has to do with accountability and, and multitasking. So for me, for example, if I say I want to start working on improving something on the website. You know, I place desire accordingly on my desk. I have website optimization facing up and I start tracking my time on this. And basically just the fact that the device is sitting there and, you know, showing me what side I should be working on right now really helps me to, you know, keep myself accountable and to get less distracted. For for example, if there is an email coming in or, you know, while researching, I, I, I you know, stumble upon something that, oh, that could also be interesting to look into. But, you know, then I'm like, no, this is what I'm doing right now. You know, the device is sitting there kind of telling me that this is something I should be working on right now. So for me, it also really helps with, with multitasking and we, we get this feedback a lot from people that it really helps them to, to stay focused um, as sort of an additional benefit, say. Um, the other part of your question maybe for like where, where is this all going? Um, that's, uh, yeah, that's an interesting question. So of course, on the one hand, yes, integrations are definitely on, on the roadmap. So we're going to start offering more integrations in the future. Um, for example, with other time tracking solutions, with yeah, calendar apps, like you mentioned, I mean, we already do support Google Calendar and iCal and Outlook. And um, on the other hand, the focus is definitely going to be around this whole productivity topic. So we're already now working on features, um, how we can basically give people personalized feedback on how they can work more productively. So it could be, you know, certain smart reminders telling you, hey, you've been working for three hours on this one thing. Maybe it's time to take a break. Or, you know, if you had lots of small, short tasks, lots of context switches, um, we would give the feedback of saying, you know, maybe maybe it would be helpful to work for a longer period on one task. And, you know, all these kind of things, that's something we're, um, we're focusing on and working on for the future. 
Well, those are all great areas because I think those are opportunities for the company to grow and expand and not mm. only its offering, but it's offering to make the core product itself uh, so much more useful for uh, the the public that would be yeah. actually applying it. You know, I, I talked to you when we talked the first time about, you know, uh, people inside of businesses today wanting their employees to be more creative, wanting them to get into the flow wanting mm -hmm. them to actually spend more time um, thinking about their thinking, right? And I know that maybe sounds kind of interesting, but critical thinking skills have diminished so much. And I think that um, some of this to get into either using, you know, this to say, okay, I'm going to go into a 15-minute meditation. Maybe one of those cubes of the eight of the octagon is meditation and you do take some time away or you go do a walk or you go do something else you spend some time doing physical activities I think some of the focus that people initially have with devices that measure time is that it's it's always got to be on something productive they don't see those other things as being productive and what I'd like to say is I think when you have something that you know, you would focus on going, well, I'm doing my emails, my phone calls, my conference calls, and I'm working on a client file, and I'm doing whatever, and that's what I have on this device. Possibly thinking about adding on that octagon the things that actually can make you more productive during that time and spending some more time doing those. Um, mm -hmm. So in your estimation, why do people need to know how they're spending their time? And I think... More importantly, why do they need to know how they're spending their time? Um, yeah, I think, you know, like basically measuring and understanding how you time, how you spend your time. I think that's kind of, you know, the first step towards even, you know, being able to take any action based on that. You know, what, what you don't measure, it's very hard to then manage or improve it. So I'd say, you know, the first step is to understand how you spend your time and understand also your own behaviors be it for example like you mentioned maybe if i take a half an hour break every whatever two hours maybe i realize this is the best thing for me and i become so much more productive but you know how would you know if, if you don't if you don't measure it in the first place so i think this is basically the the base that you need to then take action and improve and and yeah get the most out of your own time doesn't mean you have to then you know work like crazy on the contrary we want to help people to basically work smarter achieve more in less time so that in the end they have more time for other things be it spending more time with friends with family with their interests or also i mean you know working more if that's what they want but you know kind of just making the, the most out of your own time yeah and i think we live in a hyper-focused society or we we try to and because of the numbers of distractions that we have vanessa it becomes more and more challenging to actually be focused because, you know, mm. look, I don't know what it's like in Europe, but if it's anything like here, and I was just in Germany, uh, the reality is, is that, you know, people are walking into poles with their cell phones or they're falling <laughs> off cliffs, taking a selfie and, and killing themselves. I mean, we actually have that kind of stuff happening here. I'm sure you have it happen there as well. It's causing accidents in cars. As a matter of fact, yeah. some of this stuff is making people less focused. It's making them less focused on what it is that they need to be focused on, which is paying attention in the moment to really what they're doing versus 
trying to multitask. And I think if the one thing that this possibly does is it does keep you focused on the one task and doing it well, not getting so multitasked. Now, so where would people that are listening to this podcast go to learn more, watch a video, go to a Facebook page? What are the places that you would direct them to so that we can have them sign up for this? That'll be in our blog entry as well. Oh, yeah, perfect. Um, well, so I guess the, the first address would definitely be going straight on our website, which is just www.timemuller.com. And there, basically, you find you find also links to all our social media, um, to, of course, the product itself. So the product can be purchased directly on our website, as well as the software. You can download it even, you know, to try it out just like that for free. You can just download the software, try it out first, see if you like it, and, yeah based on that, see if you want to also get the product. Right, 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 right. So I would encourage all of my listeners, Vanessa, that are listening to this podcast today, certainly go to Timeular, T-I-M-E-U-L-A-R.com. That's a website. Also, if you want to go to YouTube and type in Timeular, you're going to find some people that have reviewed the product as well um, that are using the product. And I think oftentimes that stuff is very uh, useful. The product is not available at Amazon. I'll say that. This isn't something they're selling on Amazon at this point. You have to get it from their website. So, again, Timeular, T-I-M-E-U-L-A-R.com is a place to go. And, obviously, reach out to me if you've got any questions or uh, you could reach out to Vanessa as well. But, um, Vanessa, we appreciate having you on Inside Personal Growth. Um, Not only... Uh, giving us your wisdom about how you use the product and the founders founded this company, but really how it's helping some of your customers today and clients make better use of their time, um, make them more aware of where they're spending their time, and more importantly, maybe make some more time for other things that are more creative and important in their lives. Do you have any last parting words you'd like to leave um, with the current listeners? Um, no, I think, yeah, thanks so much for taking the time. I think, yeah, I hope um, that was insightful for your listeners and that's something that they're they're interested in, even just, you know, the whole topic in itself, I'm sure is a great like fit with your audience and your listeners. So, yeah, I hope it was insightful. And, yeah, please don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions um, about Timeler or the product. Thanks so much, Vanessa. And again, we've been on with Vanessa Ulrich. Uh, she's with Timeler. She is the marketing director for the company. And again, we'll put all the information on our blog. Thanks for listening.